You are listening to a special presentation of Superman and Batman. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. And all those things I didn't say were Welcome to a special episode of Superman and Batman. An episode so special, in fact, that this time out, we will not be talking about Superman or Batman. Well, Superman does come up, but only in the context of his cousin, the maid of might herself, Supergirl. My name is Michael Bradley, your mild-mannered host, and the Supergirl TV show has finally made its long-awaited and much-anticipated debut on CBS. Immediately after the premiere, I got together with some of the best and brightest of the podcasting community. Super fans, comic book fans, television fans, and just all around nice folks for a discussion and just general fan geekery about the show's premiere. We're going to get right into things here, but just as a heads up, there are some fairly heavy spoilers in the conversation. We don't do a beat-by-beat plot breakdown or anything, but if you haven't seen the episode and want to remain you know, completely or, or mostly spoiler-free, you might want to hold off until after viewing the episode. Uh, also be aware that I didn't do much by way of editing here, so there are a couple minor audio glitches uh, or just you know, general things that happen over the course of recording a podcast, but none of it's too distracting. So without further ado... Please enjoy the conversation about the Supergirl premiere. Hey everyone, and welcome to an after-show roundtable discussion of the Supergirl TV pilot. Um, Even though the show got leaked online several weeks ago, and as we're recording this, the show has just debuted on CBS, and we thought we would get together to talk about it a little bit. My name is Michael Bradley, and joining me as we go around the virtual table here are Chris Franklin. Hello. Bob Fisher. Hello. Michael Bailey. Hello. Emily Middleton. Hello. And Alan Middleton. Hello. So, who wants to start? What What did you all think of the show? It was the worst thing I've ever. No. I'm just <laughs> why are we even doing this? Um, because I, I dragged you all here. That's why. Oh yeah. The the one thing I've been saying for months, and that now I can kind of more officially say since it's been released uh, out into the wild, is 
you know, as much as there were parts of Man of Steel that I really liked, it was really nice to see the Superman movie I really wanted to see mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just with Supergirl. And every, everything about this show uh, from the, you know, Berlanti-esque uh, setup is that there's got to be like a group of villains ready to fight right away. Uh, to how they're treating her powers, how they're treating the costume, how they're treating how everyone's reacting to her. Everything about this is pitch perfect. I agree. Yeah, I had to wipe the tears away within 30 seconds of this show starting. I'm already tearing up. Just uh, for me, the the whole idea of parents sending their child off uh that that whole story has always been very special to me and to see it again like this i'm so glad that that they brought that part of it back uh both in man of steel that he was an actual baby that they were putting in a rocket ship and not a plasma gooey thing no <laughs> offense mr Byrne, but but uh yeah i loved it i loved every every second of this thing uh, from the costume, I was so glad they did the little joking thing with her coming out in the little skin tights and saying, "I am not wearing that. this." Combination of the new Fifty Two and the headband, uh, yeah. I like that. It's like the worst Supergirl costumes, right here. Yeah, uh, uh, there will be no insulting of the headband. <laughs> I like the headband. I like the headband too, but it was the rest of it that needed a little work. But uh, Franklin. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We're five minutes in and we've already devolved into fighting. <laughs> so it is we're supposed 52. to be We're Superman <laughs> fans. Aren't we supposed, supposed to be the to. super friends? Yes. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. I, I, I kinda like the headband. I you know, but it, I think that was a nod to the fact that everybody, you know, kind of laughs at the headband somewhat. So, you know. You love the headband or you love to hate the headband. There's no there's no middle ground. Yes, this is true. Yes. I'm a bit I'm at a disadvantage from I think most of you because I have not seen any of the Flash and I haven't been watching uh, Arrow. Oh. Oh. I know. It's just not my I mean I I watched the first few episodes of Arrow when it debuted and it just wasn't my thing so I stopped watching it and then by the mm. time Flash came around I was so far behind on Arrow that it didn't really make sense to start watching Flash. So I'll go ahead and watch Flash. You don't need to watch Arrow. That's what I'm, I've heard. Oh, I mean, I, I dropped out of Arrow like second season. I really didn't watch after that much, and and I and I watched it here and there last season. But yeah, you can enjoy the Flash. You know, just watch it when the Flash is on there, and you'll be fine. Yeah. So. yeah unfortunately, this show airs much more on the side of of Flash than it does Arrow. Yes, mm-hmm. in terms of the tone, etc. Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I the only one here who actually does kind of like? Arrow too. Oh, I kind of like it still. It's fine. I watch it. Okay, <laughs> I wish they yeah. quit flashing back to the island, though. I mean, how many times can the man leave the island, come back to the island? <laughs> I mean, back. let's just he drop did the spend island. five years there. Plus, well, it's a really bad wig that he wears when he's on the island, too. That's a <laughs> terrible wig. Well, I won't spoil what happened in in the new season, so but I, th- that that part may have taken care of itself for you. I'll just I'll just that's all I'll say. <laughs> so. <laughs> so speaking of Flash and Arrow, we were 
ever so slightly annoyed that it did have to open with a, my name is Kara Zorel. Let me explain my backstory. Maybe that was just for the pilot. Maybe? I'm hopeful. Maybe? I, I, I doubt it. I think it's going to yeah. be one of those things that it, they'll change it slightly. Right. Uh, they'll shorten it just a little bit. But, you know, that's their thing. That's their signature on these shows. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, on one hand, it is kind of annoying week after week. Though, on the other hand, every time I heard... Grant Gustin say, my name is The Flash and I'm the fastest man alive. I got a little charge. It was like reading the Mark Wade series all over again. So there's something kind of empowering about it to me. Uh, but I can see probably for some people, and even some people who aren't really big, like, you know, comic book people probably get annoyed by it after a while because they're like, okay, we've been watching for five weeks. I know who this girl is. Yeah, my name is Cara Zarel. I was from Krypton. My cousin's awesome. I'm Supergirl. Jimmy Olsen knows it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, do we think that Jimmy knows who Superman is in this universe? It wouldn't surprise me. That's a good question. I bet he does. Mm. I don't know that they'll actually ever bring that up, but but uh, I think they're handling the Superman part of this pretty well. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mentioning him, letting us all know it's a shared universe. He does exist, but it's her show. And I think the more the show goes in, the less they'll keep referring to it, except in the opening. I think, yeah, they'll, I still, imagine, I think they'll still keep with the Kara Zor-El. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I imagine that... Uh, There'll be eventually entire episodes where he's not mentioned, except for at you know in 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 the credits. Right. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you all this: How I don't know how they filmed it. I don't know if it was all on a soundstage. That beautiful panoramic place she was raised by Helen Slater and Dean Cain. <laughs> but, but 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 you have you have the shot of Superman walking her to them. How weird would it have been? They have like Dean Cain and the dude they hired to double as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just struck me. I was like, this is great. I love this. I hope to see more of them, you know, like and actually give Dean Cain a speaking role. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. my it, first it, thought that it was kind of funny they got someone to kind of look like Dean Cain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. <laughs> hold up a minute. And he's not fighting a dog or saving Christmas. It was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think my son, I don't think my son remembered that Dean Kane had been cast. I think we discussed it, but he was like, whoa. <laughs> so, so it got the reaction out of, you know, the out of him that they were they were looking for. So Well, I, I think the Flash proved that this production company is really good about getting people from other iterations of the character to kind of be in, uh, you know, give them, you know, walk-ons or whatever. I mean, on the flash, the mayor of central city is the bumbling police detective. Yeah. uh, Flash television series. Yeah. uh, Yes. So, you know, I'm sure we're going to see more of that. I mean, but you know, to this show, my only real criticism of, this uh, pilot is that it was only an hour long. Yeah. And I, I think on, I think that kind of hurt it to a certain extent, not like enough to make me go, Oh God, this sucks. But it's just like one minute, her sister doesn't want her to do it. 
The next, like, <laughs> literally 15 minutes later, we're having the complete reversal of that scene. Now, everything was explained. So fair deuce that they were able to kind of work everything into the pilot, that this this mm-hmm. this thing that she saved, the plane she saved, it wasn't just a complete accident. It was all orchestrated by the villain of the episode. And the whole thing about her sister being part of the DEO, yay, mentioning the DEO, that was pretty sweet. Um, with Hank Henshaw. With Hank Henshaw. Yeah. Who's kind uh, of a jerk. Who's, yeah. well, as, <laughs> as, well, as well he should be, but, <laughs> but everything was just like, you know, her deciding what she was going to do. The, I love the montages. I love all of the nods to Superman the movie and to Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, the heat vision was right out of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and John M. Wilson was on Facebook, and he he thought he heard a little bit of the music in the sequence where Alora was talking to her daughter. And how awesome was that? That oh, we have God. the reversal of you know Space Mom instead of Space Dad. <laughs> so, uh, but I would have just liked to have seen it fleshed out a little bit. I would have liked to have seen more of her kind of getting her footing fighting crime, you know, but on the other hand, we have a superhero who can fly with, uh, that eventually gets an S on her chest, <laughs> fighting bank robbers. Yeah, yes. really. When is the last time we've even seen that? <laughs> yeah. It's been too long. Oh, and that scene, by the way, when she, when the bullets are bouncing off of her and she looks down and sees them and that little smile, <laughs> they have got the perfect Supergirl. Melissa Benoist absolutely. is just mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. And, yeah. and, and she has done everything right, you know, outside yeah. of the show, you know, in terms yes. of the promotion and, and all of those things. She has been, you know, pitch perfect on 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 all of it. Yeah, she's so so just so likable. I mean, she's yeah. just uh, very charming, and yeah, you know, just yeah, definitely, definitely, instantly won you over. And I feel like she's also one of those actresses that can really break your heart. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. scene, the scene with her sister when. Uh, her sister tells her that you know I don't want you doing this. Just that look on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's utterly shattered and yeah. holding it together. Yeah, especially with her being so joyful by herself on the couch, so excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And and then the sister says, "What were you thinking?" And the just yeah. the change that quick was yeah. just it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it really scene, was. Yeah, but that yeah that that scene reminded me of uh, Emily. Listening to the first uncovering the Bronze Age on her on her iPod, just so excited <laughs> that she had. <laughs> and then you came in and told her she shouldn't do it anymore. But then fifteen minutes. Yeah, blame hey, him. Hey, blame hey, him. Hey. That's why. That's why the show's on. Right. <laughs> not my fault. This one's not my fault. You know, it is. It is. It is tricky on these sort of what to get at what uh, what Michael Bailey was saying is that you know. We're not the audience for a pilot, and and I don't just mean we, you know, comic book nerds. I mean the public is not the audience for a pilot. You know, the pilot is is what they showed CBS to convince them that this could be a show. Right, right. And so you know, it's a successful pilot in that sense, as opposed to say the Wonder Woman pilot, which was unsuccessful in many ways, including the fact that the show didn't go. And right. So by definition, right. the fact that there's a show. You know, means that 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 the pilot worked. You know, as far as the network goes. And, Do we know it, how many it, episodes uh, CBS has? I mean, is it going to be a full? 
It looks like at this point, I looked it up on IMDb, and they, they're listing it as 13 episodes, though, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they could easily get the, the final nine, you know, based on ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that Well, CBS has certainly up. promoted it. Um, oh, good Lord. Yeah. So if the ratings weren't good, uh, right. I'll be really surprised. I, they just really promoted a lot and put their, you know, right after their, their number one comedy. So, right. Yeah. Uh, it has to work. This, the show has to work. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think CBS is, is an interesting place for it. And it, I mean that in the way that I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant about that. Yeah, me too. CBS yeah. has by far the oldest average age demographic, uh, by about, you know, 10 years over, over some other networks. Yeah. And um, their shows are mostly, you know, case of the week, non-serialized shows. Mm-hmm. And this one seems to be, you know, sort of mixing those two things. See, Obviously, see, I, I, with, all the, with all the Phantom Zone villains, you get to have a villain of the week set up. That's already baked into the premise. You know, but, all, but also there are some serialized aspects to it. And getting that balance right, and I think that balance is going to be different for a CBS audience. As crazy as it is to say in 2015, that sort of stuff still matters. Well, if you And the fact that... Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and the fact that CBS uh, is not participating with Hulu and Netflix and other stuff, you're going to have to pay for their own CBS on the go or whatever they're calling theirs. So, uh, whereas you can watch Arrow and Flash and so many other shows on your own time on other places, CBS is pretty much saying if you want to watch Supergirl, you're going to have to get it from CBS. Yeah, the the last study I saw put about a 20-year age difference between the median CBS viewer and the median CW viewer. I mean, that's wow. the youngest and the oldest of the networks, but wow. mid to late 50s to mid to late 30s. Wow. And it's a huge difference. And again, it's hard to believe in 2015 we're talking about network and time slot and that sort of thing, but it, it really does matter. I think it yeah. matters too. Yeah. It's it's probably why they wanted it, because they, you know, <laughs> they are the old people network. I'm yeah, sorry. They, I, you know, yeah. you, you watch like Ion, you know, all they show is old CBS shows. So it's like Criminal Minds <laughs> and, uh, you know, NCIS and all that. I mean, these are the things that like, you know, even the Big Bang Theory. I don't watch the Big Bang Theory my dad watches The Big Bang Theory. So, <laughs> hey, you know. I watched The Big Bang. Oh, oh, oh. I, I Sorry, admit no. I watch it too. I know that makes me a bad nerd. I know. No, it, no, no, no. I, I would never. No would show never, shaming on this on this call. Yeah, right. but the fact of the matter is, is that while the CW is a great network, especially now that they have, you know, they're going to have pretty much three superhero shows come 2016 it is a higher profile network it's cbs it's the columbia broadcasting system i mean this is something that's been around since radio days so if you wanted to kind of youngify your your base you put something on like this and and ncis and criminal minds and shows like that they do have running subplots through their seasons they do have ongoing things uh sometimes involving mark hamill even uh, so yeah, yeah, that's the way that person of interest does it too. 
you know, there is a case of the week, mm-hmm. but then there's these also these plot, longer plot elements. So I think that's the way. You, you can't go too heavily serialized, though. You have to strike that right balance, I think, for that network, including, as you guys said, it's going to be tough to get after the fact. You know, it's going to be tough to binge watch if you miss three or four episodes of some other CW show. You can get caught up pretty quick, and 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 the, you know, the those arc elements can can work better. Yeah, but you can watch it on the website, which mm-hmm. you should be able. Like I watch Hulu through our Wii U, but I can also get online through the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So, and that shows about as many episodes as Hulu does. For the Flash and I Zombie, for which Rachel and I learned at our peril, uh, <laughs> you know, missing missing some episodes. Uh, uh, but I will uh, the the reason why I will over uh, in the end agree with you on that, Alan, is that I was talking to my buddy at at uh, well, what used to be my work, um, and I was and he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to catch it on Hulu the next day because I don't have cable. I'm like, well. You're going to have to watch it on CBS.com. I guess, well, I guess I'm not watching it then. And I wanted to slap him. Uh, <laughs> it's but it's just same- a different website. It's, it's not that far off it's, the beaten path. It's two steps instead of one, I guess. Well, to be fair, CBS.com, that's like uh, three letters in the dot .com. That's really... <laughs> I have to get up and change the channel. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> So for the for the Luddites among us, and by that I mean me, if you don't get to see it on the television, it's only available at CBS.com. It, is it not on iTunes or anything? Ooh, I, I haven't thought know. of that. I don't know, but I don't think so. I think I was reading somewhere that CBS is um, pretty much going to hold on to all of their properties, huh. which means going through their their you know. Um, What's the word? Tunnel, funnel, uh, yeah. their thing. Well, that's too bad. Well, CBS.com is still free. Right. But that for a lot of people, that uh, does mean you actually have to sit at your computer screen and not everybody has gorgeous 27-inch monitors <laughs> to watch it all. <laughs> so I watch, oh. uh, for example, I, I get Netflix and Hulu Plus and I watch those through my PS3. So I can watch that on the big screen on, you know, at 1080, whatever, and uh, enjoy it. CBS, that's why usually I don't worry about missing Gotham. Uh, I can, you know, binge them on Wednesday night and watch uh, Gotham and Arrow and Flash and iZombie all in a row. <laughs> Whereas uh, Supergirl, now I'm going to have to pretty much say... Um, be ready at eight o'clock on Monday night to sit down in front of the TV, which I haven't done that in a long time. (laughs) Hey folks, sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to jump in to say that I learned after we finished recording that the show will by all indications be available on iTunes. In fact, if you go on iTunes right now and probably for at least the next week or two, The first episode, the pilot, which we're discussing right here in the episode, is available for free. They also give the option for the season pass, which tells me that each episode will be available as it airs each week. Now, unlike watching them at CBS.com, you will have to pay for them on iTunes, but it does give another avenue to see the episodes, since, as Bob said, the show won't be available on Netflix or Hulu or any other uh, streaming service 
other than CBS.com. And again, the first episode is available for free, so what do you got to lose? Go download it and watch it and hopefully enjoy the show. After you finish listening to us, of course. At the Supergirls now added to the Franklin family viewing of have to watch a Flash and, and Doctor Who and, and not so much Arrow, but we watch it, you know, we DVR it and watch it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but uh, yeah, so it's now we've got three, which we didn't have that for the longest time. So that's cool that we can all sit down and, you know, from 40 to seven and, and watch it. So that, that's nice. And that is something else nice about this show is that it is a pure family entertainment show. Mm-hmm. But, seems you know, way, and yeah. I've been hearing some of the guys, and I say guys in quotes on Facebook, saying, you know, just from the trailer that they weren't going to watch it because it was too much sex in the city and not enough super. And uh, I think they're going to uh, miss out, totally yeah. miss out if they think that, you know, uh, if they're not going to watch it because they just think it's some sort of a, you know, um, a girl show or a chick show or something. Oh, jeez. Um, it's like well, Calista Flockhart. a show by its trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even in the trailer, that six-minute sizzle reel had more action in it than than some episodes of, like, fifth season Smallville. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely. And, and and that's the thing is, is what has me the most excited about this is that we have something out there that is Superman-related. Now, it's Supergirl, so I'm not trying to take away from that character at all. Mm-hmm. But she is part of the Superman family. We have something out there Superman related that is completely unafraid to be everything it wants to be. The moment Hank Henshaw said, you know, there are some people afraid of him, but that's not a popular opinion. I went, are we sure people from D.C. are approving this? <laughs> that is completely and utterly opposite of everything they have subjected us to especially over the last eight years of, of this character being on comics and film. Again, that is nothing against Man of Steel, which I thought was a perfectly valid representation of Superman on screen. But what I personally want out of a Superman property is something that the character fills you with hope. And the moment she stepped out of that restaurant and looked up and used her... X-ray telescopic vision combo. Yes. Yes. To look at the plane. She whips off those glasses. She runs into an alleyway. The music starts building and building and building, and she's flying through the air. And, yeah, they even managed to mix in some good humor when she goes, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I was just like, that's great. But at the end of the day, at the end of that scene, she's standing on that wing the music is triumphant around her, and you—I f- felt good about myself. <laughs> yeah, you felt like Kara on the yeah. on the sofa, fist pumping. Like, yes, holy, like, and when and you know, every fight scene was the same way, and I thought it was so brave of this show in the political correctness trigger warning era we're in, which mm-hmm. isn't a. A, a thing on it they showed a girl getting knocked around and you know what they had to because yes. they had to prove mm-hmm. that she was just you know we wouldn't be having this conversation if it was superman you know no right. but it's a con but the, the fact is they showed her losing only to then win in the end yeah. which is what i thought was fantastic i mean that scene where where, where, really where dude slugged her and 
and and she goes about a foot into the ground. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That is a punch. Yeah, and you know this, you know years, you know, in the Batman TV show of the '60s, they wouldn't let Yvonne Craig punch anybody. She had to ballet kick them, which I love Batgirl. But it's this, you know, it's great that they here we are now, and like you said, even with all the political correctness, it's kind of surprising that they went there. But I'm so glad they did because they showed, you know, she could give it right back to them. In a way, it was sort of uh, putting their money where their mouth is. That they had the lip service of. Uh, calling her Supergirl. Isn't that kind of anti-feminist? And then sat down and said, okay, guys, let's have a serious discussion. She's totally badass and kicks dudes in the face and fights villains and can fly. And being called a girl does not make her any less because of that. I was, I appreciated that of, yes, she's going to be a total badass. She's going to be adorable. She's going to have romantic feelings and problems and, you know, interpersonal There drama. will be love triangles. Oh, there will be love yeah. triangles. <laughs> yes. But none of those yes. things invalidate each other. Yeah. I was like, yeah. good job, Joe. Can, can I say something about Makad Brooks, though, for a real second? Is James mm. Grown Man Olsen. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> let me ask you a question. He could not be Jimmy Olsen in a Superman <laughs> because he was huge. <laughs> yeah. Big man. Crap. I just called him James yeah. McBeefcake the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Put, 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 put a bow tie on him. He'd the couple no. of freckles. No. Like... no, no, no. <laughs> oh, hey, something, something Jimmy Olsen related that Michael and I agree on. No, <laughs> <laughs> it had to happen eventually. <laughs> Statistically, though, well, actually, you know. I thought the uh, her her dude friend Win, I think, actually yes. made a pretty good Jimmy Olsen ish character. Even yes. though they had to have yeah. not Jimmy Olsen there. Is he who we, who we think he is? No, he is. He is not going to be the Toy Man because they're introducing the Toy Man later in the season. Okay. They, they announced that casting today. It's Henry Zierney, mm. uh, who, if you saw him, you know exactly who it was. Okay. Uh, he's one of those that guys. He was like, uh, the thing I remember him most is he was one of the CIA agents going after Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I recognized his face right away, but I had no idea. I'd never heard that name before. You know, his real name, mm-hmm. not not Winslow Shot, of course. But um, uh, apparently, he's going to be the father of yes. of her friend, Win. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, okay. yeah, I think they've answered those questions really well. That you know. Uh, Everything about this, they you know, that some fans might be questioning Supergirl instead of Superwoman, the skin tight costume, calling her, you know, all of these other things. It seems like they're answering them in the story without it being um, heavy handed or seeming forced in any way, you know. And you'd think with me being the Silver Age guy here that I might have a little problem with James, the grown up grown man Olsen. Uh, I just think he's terrific. I think it was a brilliant choice to do this, to have an adult, you know, um, confident Jimmy Olsen, James grown-up Olsen. I don't know. It seemed logical to me for some reason. It worked. Well, you know, in this universe, Superman's been operating for a while. So, yeah. I mean, right. 
that's and that's I interesting like that too. too. I, yeah, I, I like that too. That Superman's probably thirty plus in this mm-hmm. in this universe, and I love that. Yeah, I like my Superman to be a little more confident, a little self assured, quiet, kind of like Superman, Lois and Clark. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Kurt Swan Superman. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the other things I think this pilot proved, though, is that you can have a nerdy alter ego and it not be silly. Oh, yes. yes. She was absolutely adorable in her awkward car, uh, you know, when she almost snorts talking to James. I'm like, yeah. you know what? You could totally turn that into a Clark Kent situation. I mean, absolutely. Uh, you know, everything about it uh, just, you know, screamed to me like, okay, you have proved to me, one, that you're capable of doing this, and two, that it actually can work in a modern setting. Uh, so that's why I'm so thankful this show is out here and why I'm so, such a huge, like, uh, you know, I've been saying this on the live show that Steve and I do. If this show fails, I'm going to be crushed. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Crushed in a way that I haven't been with a TV show probably in decades, just because I I am foregoing the cynical. Well, I'm just gonna not you know care. You know, I'm not gonna put you know all my feelings in this. I'm just gonna I am just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna you know if it fails, well, it's going to. But if not, I'm gonna be no. I'm like no, this has got to work. No, seriously, <laughs> y'all, seriously. Yeah. Mike Bailey, lead, leading with his heart, all in. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this when I first saw this, the the, the trailer for, for this, the preview, uh, it was around the same time that we saw that first teaser trailer for Batman v Superman. And, I mean, I couldn't I, – I think even on our show I said, I am not excited for Batman v Superman. I am excited for Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Now, I've softened on Batman v Superman because the, the actual – the second trailer that we saw, have you know, it answered enough questions. I kind of saw where they were coming from. That it wasn't all like you know everybody was just down on Superman, which is getting really. I know it irritates all you guys, but it irritates me too. Honestly, and uh, but but you know they had me sold from that, so I have been anticipating this and 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 been behind it and just you know it's like oh, it's coming up, it's coming. So I and it lived up to the expectation that that I thought it would. Of course, we saw a good chunk of it. I did not watch the leaked. Ver- the, the quote unquote leaked version, uh, but because yeah. uh, no, no. I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to save it for TV night Monday night, <laughs> Monday <laughs> night, you know. So it was it was fun to enjoy it that way. So, but it, it definitely it lived up to what I expected. Well, I have to admit, I I watched the leaked uh, version, um, but it did not take away. I sat here tonight and cheered and uh, <laughs> laughed and I'm telling you literally within 30 seconds when little Kara turned back and hugged her mother again uh, the eyes were swelling up the little tear I'm the oh maybe I'm a little too um, invested in this <laughs> you know but uh, oh. I loved it I thought it and I have to ask the same question Mike uh, Bailey asked earlier does DC know this is on the air <laughs> There's too much joy in this. There really is. Oh, man. <laughs> Smiling superheroes. What? What? Oh, people I, enjoying having their powers. Yeah. <laughs> Good heavens. This is ridiculous. That, yeah. You're supposed to smile it. when you're flying. It's just supposed to happen. Yes. yes. <laughs> 
to be fair, and not, not just for one scene in the film. Mm. Right. <laughs> what were you did saying? Anybody... I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I was going to point out the same thing you did. It, to be fair, when Henry Cavill took off for the first time in Man of Steel, he did a lot of smiling there, but that yeah. was kind of the only place. So yeah, but I'm not <laughs> I, I'm not down on 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 Man of Steel. I did enjoy it. I gave it a solid B plus. Uh, it could have gotten over the A if it you know if they had written a little bit of a different ending. But uh, uh, I'm actually looking forward to Batman v Superman and. Uh, you know, it'll have to disappoint me when I'm sitting in the seats because I am looking forward to it. Uh, but tonight was what I've been looking for and waiting for in a super show movie slash property for a long time. And I think they just flat out delivered it on all beats. They hit all of the right beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of the same way. I mean, this is the type of show. I mean, Batman v Superman – I, I'm looking forward to it, but there's that part of me in the back of my head. I'm like, I, I don't want them going any farther in the direction they're in. I want them to, I, it's going to get, I know they, they're going to have to, but by the end of the movie, I want them going in another direction. And this is already in the direction I want it to go in. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so I'm already there with this, you know, they're going to have to, and I, and I enjoyed Man of Steel too. And I was not as, as, uh, as hard on it as others. And, uh, but I, I don't want them going much farther than where they where they're at, and and uh, I want them to course correct within that film, and because they almost have to to have multiple franchises, or I think they do. We hope they do. <laughs> so we'll they're going to have to give us something to cheer about in Batman v Superman. Yeah, there has to be a cheering moment, you know, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm just – there were three or four of them tonight yes. <laughs> in, this, in this one hour. Running yes. down the street, rip the shirt open, there's the costume, and bam, we're off. Yes. That was Cindy, amazing. Cindy commented, oh, don't throw away that jacket. That's a shirt that's- rip with the costume under it. Thank you. What, what a concept. That's the what part a concept. Share? <laughs> <laughs> the uh No, you don't get to do that. <laughs> we're getting we're getting podcast bombed by my wife, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The, the thing though that I like that, that I think that And thank show- God she doesn't have humongous boobs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny because it's not a Power Girl situation. <laughs> no. When when Ed Benes took over for Supergirl and Peter David was writing, that was like one of my big criticisms of the book. And it was the same when he was drawing Birds of Prey because when I think of I don't like to overly sexualize, you know, the female characters I read about in the first place, but uh when I think of Kara or when I think of Barbara Gordon, I don't think of somebody that has, you know, you know, ample bosoms. I think of, you know, more natural looking, more athletic looking. Yeah. You know, so uh, the fact that they went with <laughs> Melissa Benoist, who is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Let, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to ignore that fact in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but she's real looking. Yes. Which is... Another, the what? 
Did we lose Chris? I think I'm still here. Am I here? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But yeah, I mean, I, I think more than anything, though, what this show proves is something that DC said it was going to do with this whole DCU thing, uh, but I think kind of failed to deliver on, is that you can have, uh, even if Batman v Superman goes in the direction and stays a much darker property, what it proves is that you can have multiple versions of these concepts and they all can kind of work on their own. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what people prefer because what does, you know, I, we can't say, well, what will DC do if this is a complete, you know, hit because The Flash was a tremendous hit and they made no changes into any of their movie, uh, mm -hmm. you know, things. Because So I think Warner Brothers is really still completely compartmentalized in how it does yes. things. Yeah. There's the TV people, you know, there's the movie people, and there's the comic people. You know, and I'm not really opposed to that. I think uh, in some ways tying Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to the movie universe has actually hurt Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They have to wait for things to take place in a movie that is not going to happen for another year and a half or two years where now Supergirl can do anything they want to do regardless of what the Superman on mm -hmm. the big screen does. Yeah. And we can, we're not stupid humans. We can, you know, keep all of this stuff separate in our heads. We can have a Superman on TV or a Flash on TV and a different Flash in the movie, which is can what's going to happen. Can we all say theory of the multiverse together? He's <laughs> 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 joined in, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I like the multiverse idea. I'm so glad they brought that back, kind of. I mean, well, even, you know, not so much necessarily officially the multiverse, but back in those back in those uh, golden age eras, you know, when Michael Bradley used to podcast about that, <clears throat> uh, they, were, fired. they were running. There was the comic book stories, the radio stories, mm -hmm. the newspaper strips and the Sunday strips. And if I remember, they were all doing four different stories. And, yes. you know, people figured it out. Exactly. I don't want to break up the conversation, but I think Michael Bailey is getting ready to take off. So thanks a lot, Mike, yeah. for joining in. Oh yeah, thanks so much for having me. I, I, I really I'm sorry I have to leave early, but I really wanted to be part of this just uh just to, to like right after it happened and, and yeah. to get to talk to Chris and who I've never podcasted with before has been great to talk to Alan and Emily and Bob again and yeah. Uh, Cindy joined in. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Oh, guys, yeah, for... I was getting thrown off on. I mean, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Did he honestly think that was going to lay there? <laughs> <laughs> but y'all take care and I'll talk to you later. Bye, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Right. Bye, Bye, Michael. Is he gone now? He's Is gone. He gone. I think we, we can talk about him now. drag. Oh, he better be going to produce some from crisis to crisis right now. That's all I want. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> the only good excuse. Going to Radio KAL Live. There you go. Uh, right. Unfortunately, it must be blog talk or my lousy setup here. I can never stay connected to that show when I'm trying to listen to it live. So I always catch it as a podcast later. Uh, just uh, w one other thing I like that this show did that uh, that the Flash and the Arrow do is the uh, creator shout outs. Yes. 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 We had Otto Binder Bridge in yes. this one. 
there was a Sprang Avenue, I think, or something, mm-hmm. which was kind of interesting because I don't know if Dick Sprang had much to do with Supergirl, but no, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was out of comics by the time Supergirl showed up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he was maybe still doing some world's finest, but yeah, not not he. I don't think he ever drew Super. Well, no, wait a minute. He drew the story that the proto Supergirl was in. Oh, okay. That's what it. Remember, Jimmy dreamed her up or something. Right. The totem. Yeah, yeah. The year before. So what? that's probably why. Oh, Dick Sprang drew that. Did I he? Think so. Mm. I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty you sure. Talk about Superman one twenty three. Uh the, sounds no, right. Yeah, the, the Jimmy Olsen, yeah, invented her or wished her into existence for yes. Superman. Thanks. So. Wow. Yeah, that was like, Dick Sprang. I just looked it up on Mike's. Wow. Yep. There. That's like. Well, there, I, you I, I, there you go. I would have lost that bet. Whoa. <laughs> And, All and, I have to say is he can't remember his own phone number, but he knows this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about priorities, Chris. <laughs> That's right. As, as long as Cindy is speed dial one, then we're okay. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's right. Hey, as long as he remembers my birthday and our anniversary, we're golden. Right. <laughs> we all have our priorities. That's right. And, That's right. And, 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 and we did have full Siegel and Schuster credit. Yes, I saw that. I missed it. Straight out, yeah. I didn't watch yep. the credits, though. So, so but did Otto Bender and Al Plastino didn't get a credit? So. <laughs> I don't really, they should have above, above <laughs> Siegel and Schuster, but... Yeah, that's legalese, though. We don't need to start another lawsuit, Frankly, Come on, come on. <laughs> oh, honey. No. Calm down. Calm down. Lawyers are dialing now. We got our bill finger. Let it go. Right. Right. That's right. right. (laughs) But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm very interested in where they go from here. Mm -hmm. Because you know, a a pilot episode is quite different from, you know, the regular episodes and for, for good and bad, you know, the writers will learn these actors, you know, and they'll learn what works and what doesn't work and be able to play to their strengths. Mm -hmm. They'll probably be able to get some, they'll probably be able to get some feedback. They're, Usually only about six or eight episodes ahead, right? So well, I think since it's uh, a little bit, I'm re- re- just really looking forward. So many of the same producers and same people involved. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot like the Flash, where we do have a uh, villain, supervillain of the month or of the week, but with some overarching long-term arcs, character arcs, relationships, obviously between. Uh, the three, four, five main characters, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I had not heard that the Phantom Zone was part of this. I don't know if I missed that in the in in you know in the preview or the run up beforehand, but really intrigued also by how that how, how that. I'm sure if that was officially part of like the previews and stuff. I had heard it, but I'm pretty sure it was just in the quote unquote leaked information that got gets out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd be cool if they brought in Monel. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, sign me up! Sign me up! Well, this is the thing that I'm uh, kind of hoping for too: is that since it's Supergirl, and she had in the comics uh, such a huge part to play in the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. and mm. that we did see some Legionnaires in Smallville, so the precedent has been set. Uh, I'm really looking forward to down the road. Uh, Brainiac 5 making another appearance, and let's see if we can have oh, now a, 
more of not just a triangle because she's got a little bit of a crush on James, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Let's throw Brainiac 5 in the mix, too. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. Can we get Comet, too? Absolutely. (laughs) Never. Never again. Never again. (laughs) That is uh, that is Buzzkill Emily here. <laughs> so Emily, have I hate everything you love, Middleton. <laughs> there you go. Maybe they so, bring, we, so maybe Streaky's they bring... okay, but Comet is not. <sighs> That's reasonable, Bob. Bob, I'll allow that. Thank you. What if the they bring Constantine in to cure Comet of his? <laughs> now we're talking. I will. I will I, no, no comment. I'm recusing myself. <laughs> you know, but, so actually, but I like you know the way you know, the the way Bob's talking. You know, agent uh, a- agents of Shield did the Agent Carter, you know, sort of spin off mini. Yeah, you know, maybe two three years from now, we're looking at a Comet Legion spin-off. of Superheroes eight issue, an eight episode special oh, of I some kind. Love, that would be fun. Love, that would be awesome. It would certainly be a step up from Austin and Allie for the fellow that played Lightning Ant Lad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's on a Disney Channel show now. <laughs> Rough, buddy. Uh, what did uh, the uh, the one thing that uh, we had Vartox? I mean, mm, yeah. did, did we really have Vartox? Uh, not really. <laughs> There were no shorts, there was no vest, and no hairy chest. I don't think we had Vartok. Didn't, didn't look like Sean Connery. Uh, <laughs> didn't it sound more like, like a persuader it. to me to keep it on, on the Legion track. Yeah, with the axe. It's like, it's, it's like, did they right, combine exactly. those two characters? <sighs> but at least it wasn't the Lumberjack. Right. They, right. they announced it as a Lumberjack originally, and somehow it got turned into Vartok. I'm not sure when that happened. Well, is there anything in here that any that somebody didn't like? Anything that jumped out at you? Any of you that you just thought, ooh, ooh? Any cringeworthy? There was one. I think M- Emily might have one, but there was one moment where the CG looked totally CG when she was getting punched around at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, she was sort of thrown, thrown, you thrown out of the building thrown and through the truck. Yeah, through the truck. Ah, right. But oh. it's, it's TV. Yeah. So, you know. Other than that, it was like really. If, I thought it was if, really well done. You know, I mean, if, com- if that's the worst of it, and I commend them for you know maybe stretching their resources a little bit too thin to give us extra awesome Kara flying around and punching things, which the rest of it was done pretty spectacularly. Yeah. Pilots tend to have a little bit bigger budgets than right. regular episodes do, so we probably won't get this many special effect scenes per episode. Just throwing that out. Yeah. It's you know, it's interesting because the plane rescue was pretty impressive, especially yeah, when she turned the plane to go through amazing. through the uh, bridge, and and that's the thing that everybody, no matter what people think about Superman Returns, what's the first thing they always say? Oh, I love the plane scene. You know? <laughs> well, to me, I think Aerial that rescues. should yeah. that should be standard operating yeah. procedure for any superhero, uh, particularly Superman, Superwoman, Supergirl. They and have to catch they, a plane. They yeah, have I, to. I'm I'm glad they had, they hung a lantern on it. Yeah. Yeah. Said, oh and, yeah, and that's James, what, James mentioned. Yeah, that. that's what he did too his first that's time a, out. Yeah, because that's what we're all thinking. Exactly. Yeah. That's always what they do their first time out. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I say they handled so many of yes. what could be fan questions or you know uh, thoughts, and they handled it within the story um, without it being forced. Just a little quick line like that, you just go, yeah, because I was thinking the same thing. 
That's what Superman did. That's what, you know, that's how they do it. That's how they make their entrance known on the world stage is to save a shuttle, save some flying thing that's falling. And this time having her sister on it as part of it and bringing it all back at the end that it was the villain of the week that actually set the bomb and was trying to kill her. Uh, it just worked perfectly. It was just well thought out, well done. And uh, I could see some CBS people sitting in their little offices just being overwhelmed by it, going, oh, wow, hey, this is, we did that? Yeah, we'll put that on the air. <laughs> Go us. Yeah. My biggest issue with the, sh- with the pilot overall was just really the, the writing quality. But that goes back to it really being a pilot. There was a lot yeah. of, uh, as you know, isms. Well, as you know, Kara, my sister, with whom I have lived for the past 15 years, uh, our parents were uh, very loving and involved in this. Yes, and uh, having known this uh, dear friend who is not just being introduced to the cast right at this moment. Kryptonite, radioactive pieces of your home world. It makes you weak. Right. That was particularly... Yeah. Well, CBS, and there's going to be people, we hope, watching who maybe don't know as much as some of us might. Oh, yeah, I, I understand they need to be there, but a lot of it's just the, the pilot. Yeah, the, and there were pilot. there were two or three moments where they actually repeated themselves within about a minute and said, <laughs> a minute, this is right. kryptonite. Yes, kryptonite, the metal which weakens you. That is why you cannot get out of them before you are weak. <laughs> yeah, I think even people who don't follow Superman know what kryptonite is. So yeah, uh, That's just pilot talk, though. You right. can do that in the pilot. <laughs> And this goes back to the the point that Michael Bailey made before he left that or was it Brett? I don't know one of the Michaels. I, a Michael said it should have it should have been ninety minutes. That was Bailey. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, had it been ninety minutes and they could have given it a little bit more time to breathe, it wouldn't have felt as rushed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what? for for what they had, I thought they did an excellent job. O- overall, I kind of gave it like a like a B plus of mm-hmm. this was this was very good. But I get the feeling that better epi- the following episodes are probably going to be better. More flushed out, I bet. Mm-hmm. Have, have more actual substance. I kind of, about halfway through, I, I had the realization, this feels a little bit like diet TV. Like, it's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> and I'm enjoying myself. And there's, there's stuff going on. But it lacks a little bit of substance. But I get the feeling by the time you've got to episode three, four, or five, and they've built more interesting character relationships, the... Actors have a little bit better handle on their characters. It'll yeah. be smooth sailing from that point on. Yeah, I think that's pilot stuff. Mm-hmm. So what do we think I'll, of Cat Grant? I kind of love Cat Grant. Like, she is the perfect, terrible human being. <laughs> like, you just look at her and go, wow, you are the worst. Awesome. Awesome. What a, what a well-written, terrible person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of love her too. The devil wears Prada. I mean, you know, you have the lowly intern, then you have the, you know, the bitch, and you know, just, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's one of those. She needs to have some redeeming qualities. Hopefully, yep. Again, hopefully, this is just pilot, and she has some redeeming qualities. But eh. I think they'll, I think they'll flesh her out. I think matter as Allie McBeal. I mean, that is a problem. That is a problem. That is all. I, cause I watched Allie McBeal, too, I must admit. So uh, a couple of times I was thinking, Allie, you've grown up. <laughs> but, and got really. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
but I wonder if they're going to, if, if she is going to be, um, you know, walk this line between, uh, being good and just corporate evil, or will she eventually be, uh, you know, a Morgan edge type, or will she be more of a Perry white type? Mm. You know, I don't know which way they're going to go with her yet. And I think for the long term, they can't make her too evil or, um, you know, that's, yeah, she just won't be around. And, um, uh, I look forward to that relationship with her and Kara because obviously she's her assistant and, uh, can you keep that a secret? Right. You know? That's, I did like the moment when she marched into her office to complain about her the Supergirl name. She just completely forgot the fact that okay, I just walked into my boss. It's like oh right, <laughs> yes. my boss. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can't call her that. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. oh. I thought that was a great scene, and with James, yeah. the grown-up guy, kind of saving mm-hmm. the saving that situation. I thought that was just a really well done scene because, yeah. like you say, she came into that office. Kara came into that office you know, a little ticked off yeah. and just throwing her stuff down and, rrr, 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 rrr. uh, Hey, bring it down, Clark. Bring it down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I just I think Cara Danvers is her pretty great. Oh, sorry, Cindy. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. What'd you say? Hon? No, I was just going to say, I just hope that Jimmy likes her back, that he doesn't just see her as Superman's little cousin, that there's, you know, because it's awful to be the only person that, you know, in a crush yeah. situation, you know. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting because you can't really tell That yet. makes for TV drama. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so they, does they, an annoying relationship or a, a so does an annoying boss. Well, see, yeah. that's to my thinking, uh, a lot of times shows kind of lose that edge once the couple becomes a couple. Yeah. You know, the, if there's a little tension between them, whether it be sexual or whatever, that little bit of a crush uh, until maybe there's other people involved. I, I kind of like that little tension. If they actually became a couple, that changes the dynamic entirely. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, lots of fellas threaten. If you date my little sister, daughter, right. niece, it's going to be a problem. Right. But if that guy's Superman, <laughs> yeah. you're not, you're not going to be the one saying, to make the first move. You're not, yeah, you're yeah. not going to. Well, I'm not saying that they can get, they should get together. I'm just saying that he should, you know, he kind of thinks she's cute too. That's, you know, yeah. a mutual unacted upon attraction. There you right. go. Right. I gave you my signal watch, dude, but don't mack on my cousin. All right. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I can't wait till he gets his signal watch or changes the frequency so she can hear it instead of him. Right. Ooh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Because he already said in an interview that he does have a signal watch. So. And and, uh, and he did implant this idea of the frequencies being able to communicate only with her. Yes. So, so that, that would be a natural. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to that little piece of, you know, geekiness. And that in that scene where she was getting the frequency from Vartox, who expected her to go out the window and then just kind of meld into her costume as she fell and and then fly off. I mean, I mm-hmm. I know I did. My son did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the way they did that with her getting, you know, a little dizzy going into the room, then throwing the glasses off, doing a shirt rip and boom. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Loved it. That was great. Yeah, I do believe they hit the right beats. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And there's just so much confidence from Melissa Benoist wearing oh, the suit. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. 
she seems natural in it. And I think yeah. that was really terrific, especially in with all the uh, publicity photos they've released with her with Girl Scouts and little capes exactly. and yeah. all of that. She looked so natural and so at ease with it. And um, that's that's a real plus. And it really worked well here. Yeah. yeah, it's great to see her kind of taking up that mantle in public, of yes. sort of in- embodying, like, I-, I wear the S. I've got a duty to yeah. uphold. Right. And that was another moment in the show where I got, you know, not teary, but I did get a little choked up and got a little smile when uh, Wynn said, oh, you've put the S on there like him for super. And she says, it's not an S. Uh, it's my family's crest. And I just said, yeah, I love that. I just... You see, that's something relatively new in the comics. That didn't come from the Kurt Swan era. Right. But uh, I like that that aspect since it was brought into the mythos of it being the symbol of the House of El. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no problem with that. And when she turned to the mirror and just said, you know, it's uh, not an S, uh, another nod to Man of Steel. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, I just think they really did blend, like Michael Bailey said earlier, the nods between Superman the movie, some of the Silver Age stuff is in this, and the Man of Steel. So they've pretty much taken some of the best parts of all of it, and it really, it just, I, I keep saying the same thing, it hit all of the right beats. I am just was thrilled with this show tonight. Well, and, and one real quick, if you blinked, if you missed it, when she first put on the skirt and the shirt without the cape, she had on boots like the animated Supergirl. Oh, I uh, saw that. Superman the Animated Series, so I like that, too. Oh, I didn't uh, notice that. The short boots. The little short boots, little red boots, yeah, with the yeah. laces. Yeah. Oh, I cool. think she still had them on during the the uh, scene where she was getting shot with the was it a bank robbery where she was getting shot. Yeah, maybe I think she, she still did. had them on during that scene. Before she mm-hmm. put the S on. Yeah, yeah before the S. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that, amazing that, that how much they crammed into this hour, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> even said that. He's like, oh my gosh, look at all they're getting done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even the even the uh, the costume montage harkened back to the Lois and Clark episode, the, the pilot. The, content, mm-hmm. the costume montage. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, I love that part too because I'm not wearing this. I wouldn't even wear this to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> love that. And that was great. I just Melissa not, to rant a little bit more, or not rant, but to to expound more on how awesome Melissa Benoist is. That you absolutely buy this like this whole version of Kara. That it's 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 the thing that I like where it's not that she is two people. It's not that Clark and Superman are completely different personalities. But in that moment where she's walking out, she doesn't have the glasses on. She's quote unquote Supergirl. And she still just covers up her belly. Like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go out in a belly shirt. I feel uncomfortable <laughs> yes. that yes. there's a little Cara Danvers coming through there. I love that scene because I've never been a big fan of uh, uh, the bare midriff, particularly on Supergirl, particularly on Supergirl. Yeah. And uh, when that happened, I just laughed out loud. I mean, literally laughed out loud. Because I've been telling my wife for years, I wish they would cover that belly up. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. It's not a bathing suit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So do we have any final thoughts on the pilot episode or what we expect to see? Is it next Monday yet? 
<laughs> Great. Remember, next week it's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock yes. next week. Oh, honey, it's in my calendar. <laughs> eight o'clock from now on on Monday nights, directly no. opposite Gotham, which we'll watch at some other time. Exactly. exactly. Yes. yes. Because, I think that is our priority as well. Yeah, I am uh, absolutely thrilled that they have uh, uh, given us something to cheer about and to to show that, like Michael Bailey said earlier, they have proven it can be done and be done the right way. Yes. You, know? you don't have to be embarrassed that your superhero wants to be a superhero, wants to put the costume on and help people. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need a depowered steroid t-shirt. Oh, sorry, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing the streams again. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I to- totally agree with that, Boggs. And Emily and I are not hardcore into the Superman fandom. Uh, we're more generalists. I think mm-hmm. it's it's fair to say about comics and, and DC comics in particular. But it's great that the fans that we know are so excited about this and not <laughs> divided and not angry and not all of the other negative emotions that have come out the last that, few years. That, that's true. This Superman. is probably the first new Superman thing that's come along in years that has not enraged you know 90% of the established fan base exactly. I mean, one way or another or, or divided them at, at, the, at the least you know so I feel like the people who are against the show are just not watching it like right. we talked about earlier so. that, that, yeah, I agree yeah. yeah and if they have a flash crossover if they do which we don't know if they will but then they'll, then they'll come around and say why haven't I been watching this yeah right. <laughs> and we all get to point and laugh Right. That's right. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though. No. Yeah, no. no. I mean, let agree. her, let her fly. Get her, you know, let this show do its thing, and let yes. her, you know, succeed, and uh, and then, you know, do the crossover. Right. Right. I think eventually we will see a crossover. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to work all that out with CBS and CW and blah blah blah. But yeah. they showed a, a flash. Um, commercial during the show tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, it was a total hit in, in the Franklin household. I mean, we're all we're all ready for the next episode, and and uh, we're we're in, and and everybody really enjoyed it. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I think I can't really add anything that, that Bob said it so well. I mean, it's just it was just it's a it's a refreshing. I mean, the Flash is. Uh, has that fun, but this is even a, a little bit lighter than the Flash from the pilot. I mean, you know, it's it's a little more sunny, it's a little brighter. Um, you know, you don't have the murder. I mean, I know Krypton blows up, but Krypton always blows up. But you don't have <laughs> you don't have the murder of the mother hanging over the storyline, and you know, uh, in the in the very beginning, and 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 so it's it it's it's even more. Out of the darkness, you know, of the the, the show started with Arrow and, and you know the the DC TV show, so uh, that that appeals to me even even more uh, because that's the kind of stuff that's what I really want to see with the super powered set. You know, not everything has to be Nolanized. You know, we can mm. we can smile, we can laugh, we can enjoy the powers, we can do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, and and uh, and that's it's just uh, it's just great to see it. And it's good to see it every week. 
Well, and like like Danny said, she said, Mommy, she went, our daughter's seven, almost eight, and she was like, oh, she went and saw the Daisy Scouts. You think she could come see my troop? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I was like, well, and she's like, you can, maybe you can call her. Apparently, I'm an agent. I'm I'm pretty good about getting stuff to come to the library, but I think this is beyond mom's realm of expertise. (laughs) So... It's a pretty small sampling, but we have heard multiple reports of little girls dressing up as Supergirl to watch the episode tonight. Yes. 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 Our little girl did. Yes. And yep. Shag did. Shag, yes. Yep. And uh, my poor husband didn't even realize I, I dressed real. her. I commented on Shag's photo, not realizing <laughs> Danny had a Supergirl shirt when she left the house. Mm. Parenting <laughs> fail. Yes. <laughs> Observation is not his super strength. That's right. Right. <laughs> Sorry. See, mamas mamas get it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, all you guys, and and thanks for coming out and joining me and talking about Supergirl. Why don't you all tell everybody where they can find you in your shows and your sites online? We'll go first. Dad, go first. We can be found, the Middletons, at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com and or Dorkness to Light. Blogspot.com. Uh, the Franklins, Cindy and Chris can be found at Supermates on iTunes or SupermatesComic.blogspot.com. And Superman Forever Radio can be found at SupermanForever.com and on iTunes. And a new episode will be coming very soon. Yes. Tomorrow. All tomorrow. Right. As we, we have the release tomorrow. tomorrow. By the time you hear it, it'll probably hear this. Or it'll probably already be out. But oh, probably that's right. Yeah, uh, and Michael Bailey can be found at a multi- multitude of places across the internet. Uh, the Everywhere, <laughs> the Superman homepage, views from the long box, fortressofbailey2.com. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Tutrufreaks.com. Am I forgetting anything? That's enough. That's and, enough. and a future episode of Superman Forever Radio. There you go. Hey. Oh. And, you can and find he is the proverbial pebble into the river. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you can find me at greatcrypton.com. So I guess that's it. So thanks, thanks everybody for coming out. And to you that were listening, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you later. That's really super, super by me, Michael Bradley. Feedback can be sent to michael at greatcrypton.com. I love hearing from listeners, so be sure to send your comments, questions, and other feedback, and I will likely read that on a future episode. Show notes, information, and back episodes can be found at greatcrypton.com. Be sure to follow the show via Facebook and Twitter, and subscribe via iTunes or RSS feed so that you never miss an episode. If you subscribe via iTunes, be sure to leave a review. Not only does it help others find the show, but I'd love to read that in a future episode as well. 
Superman and Batman is a proud member of the Superman Podcast Network, home to many great Superman-related podcasts. Be sure to pay them a visit at supermanpodcastnetwork.com. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Batman was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, and both characters are copyright DC Comics. I want to thank you again very much for listening and invite you to come back next time for another episode of Superman and Batman, featuring your two favorite heroes in one podcast together. Included That's Really Super Supergirl by XTC and Fight Song by Rachel Platten. If you like this or other music heard in the show, support the artists by buying the music. And the best way to do that is by visiting twotruefreaks.com. Click on the banner in the upper left corner of the site and be redirected to Amazon.com. Buy an MP3 or physical copy of the song, and Two True Freaks will get a little kickback on every purchase. So not only will you be getting good music, but you'll be helping out some of the hardest working folks in podcasting. And best of all, it won't cost you anything extra. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. This is my fight song. Take back my life. I left in me.